from my sources that everyone knows are sources. <laughs> Hashtag sources. Yeah, definitely. Oh, so I have a story tonight. Uh, I I don't know if anyone knows. I work as a cashier, basically, at Chipotle. So this guy walks in with a Cardinals hat, and I said, I'm going to be at the Cubs-Cardinals game on Tuesday. He's like, oh, cool. Go Cardinals. I'm like, yeah, the Cardinals are fine, but don't forget the NLDS. And he just kind of shrugged <laughs> off and walked away. <laughs> I honestly think, like, all Cardinals fans just kind of forgot that happened. It's kind of like us with the NLCS, basically. Yeah, so seriously, we're like, oh, the season just ended after game game four against the Cardinals, and then right. like, no, nobody talked about the NLCS at all. Right, I mean, basically, I mean, going back to bad memories, basically once Murphy hit the hit the homer off Arietta. That was, and it was yeah, like that, totally, that was that was that. Like I was at Game Three, and it was kind of like super depressing, just kind of watching it. And then like the rain picked up at the end, and it's just like, yep, this is pretty much it. I don't even remember that. Oh, I like they like Soler had a home run off the Gram in the sixth to tie it too, and then they had like the thing where Cespeda stole third, and scored on a wild pitch off of Cahill or something. Like that. Like yeah, that, but I don't even but, remember that. Like that's how much I've forgotten about the NLCS. <laughs> Game not that not that it's a bad thing per se, but oh, definitely not. Like I could, yeah, like I'm sure you and I could tell you like every pitch of the NLDS, but oh my god, yeah, yeah I the amount of detail I remember <laughs> of the NLDS, I'm I, it's not who I am. Like I can't believe I remember that much. <laughs> like okay, like, so go ahead. okay, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 you're fine. Go ahead. Okay. The one thing – okay, so this has kind of been brought up on Twitter, obviously, because every good idea is brought up on Twitter. What do you – like, what's your take on Hendricks starting in the playoffs? What side are you on? I feel think like it depends. two polar opposites. Well, so I think it's – okay, so here's what everyone needs to know about me and Kyle Hendricks. I am, like, his number one super fan. I thought – I liked him when he was in AAA. I realized, oh – shit, this guy has a good mix of pitches. He's coming up soon. It's kind of like the first prospect I caught my eye on that no one else really had. And was like, oh, yeah. oh shit, all right, this guy could be something. So when there's guys like Adam Brown, no offense to him, Adam Brown's a great guy, who's like, yeah, Kyle Hendricks is boring to watch. Sure, he may not be Jake Arrieta and just striking 12 guys out in five innings, but he's, he's just, he's he's a good pitcher for me. Um. So I think if Hamill is where he was second half last year, I think Kyle Hendricks should be the should be the game be game four. I think yeah. he should be the game four starter. Um however if Hamill keeps up what he's doing right now and has been as dominant as he was, bar a few uh like uh uh what's the word? Um odd odd one odd odd games out I guess. I think mm-hmm. that Hamill would take it. But I think full count Tommy was saying that he would do a like a split game, like let Hamill take four innings and then let, let Hendricks take th- take three or whatever. I don't think that I was would just work. about to say that. Yeah, you don't think so? I really don't think it would work. There's a difference between Jeremy Affleck in Game Seven taking two innings and then Madison Bumgarner closing the game. Yeah, this is this is Kyle Hendricks and Jason Hamill. Yeah, and and, and not true. to say that. Not to say that Mad Bum is, or not to say that that wasn't like, I, I don't know, like normal, I guess. 
the Mad Bum thing is one of the greatest playoff performances in sports history. Oh yeah. Um, that whole that his whole playoff is just unbelievable. Yeah, it was it was nuts. It was, it was insane. But yeah, I'm not the biggest Mad Bum fan. Fan, I don't know why. I just we talked about this. Yeah, I don't I don't know what it is. It's just uh like I feel like the hitting is kind of annoying. Like okay. Yeah, he he can hit home runs, but it's like dude, stop. Like he's not like he shouldn't be like starting in the outfield or like no. I feel like he's blowing a lot. Uh breaking news, J D Martinez of the Tigers leaves game with fractured elbow. That hurts. That does hurt, both literally and figuratively. Yeah. Wow, that is bad for the Tigers. Like Tigers are so. That team is so. They're so right-handed heavy. No pitching behind. Yeah. Like Verlander and Zimmerman, and that's it. And and Verlander's been actually kind of good this year, hasn't he? Yeah, he's really good. You know, last year too. He'll never be Justin Verlander of like 2012, but. Oh no, no way! But uh, uh, the Pirates are losing too, so that's good. That's good. I don't, All right, so go 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 ahead. I yeah, I don't know about you, but like I, I'm I do not worry about the division at all. Like it's kind of like like we're building up this big league, but I don't know. I I'm not worried at all. I don't think the I mean, Cardinals are that good. I don't think the Pirates are that good. Yeah, I, I yeah. Basically. I and I'm, I'm not worried at all. I really think the Pirates if their pitching comes back or they call and this is gonna lead into my next question, or they call up Glasnow or something, then maybe they have a chance. But other than that I think they're kinda screwed. Which obviously leads into my next question. Who are you more scared of? Tyler Glasnow, Garrett Cole, and Jameson Ty- Tyone, Tylen, however you say it, or Scherzer, Strasburg, and the inevitable Lucas Giolito call-up? Ooh. I think just based on, I think probably the Nationals. That, I would that agree. Three is insane. Like, like Glasnow and Tyone, I mean, like, yeah, they're good, but they're super young, like, I don't know. And the Cubs usually always take Garrett pretty well. But, like, Scherzer and Strasburg, like, they're, like, they're going to strike out 11 to, 10, 11 to 12 Cubs like per game if they play them. Right, yeah. I, I, I think I agree. Giolito is scary. Like, I am not oh. excited for this guy to face the Cubs. <laughs> like, Is like, he, he going to come out of the bullpen or is he going to start? I think he might start. I think he's too good for them to throw him in the bullpen. Yeah. And then they and take I, th- I think or... unlike you sorry, what? Uh, who they take out of that rotation, like Rourke. Oh I guess Joe Ross probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah. Um I think unlike Julio Urias, uh Giolito stretched out enough. He's sh- he has the numbers. I saw a video of his curveball a few weeks ago. Oh my it's, god. It is dirty. It is that, dirty. That pitch is sex level dirty. <laughs> wow. And and listen, I'm no scout. We know this. But when you see video of a ball that breaks 
18 inches down like that, you can just tell this kid's going to be something special. Oh, yeah. It's, it's great. Um, and then, obviously, his fastball is like 95 to 97 with run on it. Because, you know, when you have the 12-6 curveball that breaks as far down as it does, you, you also need a fastball with break on it. Yeah, it's insane. Seriously insane. Um, I'm, so I'm looking Cubs, at uh, Tim Fedorovich's uh, game log, and he has six plate appearances since May 18th. <laughs> so, and how many defensive innings does he have? Um, like, ten? Overall? Or in that time period? In that time, or whatever you can find. Um, well, five of those six plate appearances came as a pinch hitter. So... Probably not many. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, he was he was just he was so like weird weirdly forgotten. Like even yeah. yesterday's game, he was gonna go out for a pinch hit appearance and Joe brought him back and had Trevor Cahill hit. Which yesterday's game was crazy in itself, but Yeah, that was that was a fun game. Even though they lost it was a fun game. Uh he had fifty four innings with the Cubs this year in 10 games. Uh, 10 games? Is that right? 10 games, 54 innings. Okay. And he started what? I think One, six at two, that. Three, four, four, four starts-ish. Something okay. like that. So, but, yeah. So you were talking about how the Cubs are going to balance out the three catchers. I think we yeah. can kind of look back a little at the beginning of last year when the Cubs had Ross Montero and before they traded um, Castillo. Joe kind of had Montero on a two-day cycle and then or, or no, it was like one day with Arietta and then Ross caught Lester and then Beef caught the whoever was the third pitcher was probably Hamill last year, right? Yeah, yeah, Hamill. And then I think Montero caught the next two. So you could see something like that where it's Montero for Arietta, Ross for Lester, and then actually I think because we can talk about this in a minute. I'm no longer a fan of Mickey Montero. Um, He's, but that, uh, he looked bad yesterday. Bad. Yeah. Like, wow. His arm is gone. He he can't hit. I mean, and when he does, it's a, it's an occasional dinger. That's about mm-hmm. it. And I mean, he still brings that framing, but. At some point, framing can't isn't actually that beneficial. Is it just me, or is it like the naked eye thing, where it doesn't feel like framing has been as big of a deal this year as it has in like the last two? Yeah, I can see, I can see that. That makes a little bit of sense. I mean, maybe it's just like the small sample size thing with my with my naked eye and short term memory and stuff like that. But that's what it mm-hmm. feels like. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I think. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think that's kind of what you could see, where you see Montero for Arietta, Ross for Lester, and whoever's third right now. I don't even know the rotation's so screwed up. I think it's <laughs> it's Hendricks Lackey, right now. Hendricks Hamill. Oh, uh, it's Hendricks right? Lackey Hamill. Hendricks Lackey Hamill. So then you'd see. So then every every day they'd switch off for the first three, and then I think you could see. Well, I think it'd just be a cycle at that point. I think it'd just be Montero Ross, 
Contreras, Montero Ross. Yeah, Unless someone gets hurt. Mm-hmm. I can I even think see that Montero Ross, Contreras, Montero Contreras, and then Montero Ross. That's possible. Kind of like so Wilson catches like Hamill and Hendricks. Right. Because I feel like Miggy's got that kind of rapport with Lackey, and he's been unreal, even beyond our wildest dreams. He's been so Lackey, good. Yeah, year. he's been really, really good. Like, I wow. thought last year would. I thought last year was kind of like okay, like he's on the Cardinals, so he's going to do good. But I don't know. He is insane this year, and his strikeout rates so high from last year. It's, it's crazy. It it really sucks that such a shitty guy is so good. <laughs> I know. I hate cheering for him. <laughs> it's it's like it's not as bad in my opinion as cheering for Patrick Kane, but it's up there. Yeah, it's it's not. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's that close. That kind of leads into another discussion that we could have. Um, or all this Chapman. No. 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 I I am so I'm so so. I don't know. I mean, yeah, he is like an awful person, but he's also like, I mean, I think if if they actually did get him, it'd be like Theo and Jet. Theo and Jet are definitely going to get a homework on it. Like they're going to make sure that like, I don't know. I feel like th- there's no way he comes into a, a clubhouse that like is just or and screws what they have up, or they let that, they let that happen. That's kind of what people worried about with Lackey, and it doesn't seem like any of that's coming to play at all. Yeah, at all. The, the, the Ross and Lester thing really helps too. Right. Um. The reason I say no to Chapman so quickly is because there's, I think, well, okay, there's not better relievers, but there's quality peat players out there that I think they could get that would be almost as effective. They don't need mm-hmm. a ninth inning guy. They have one. They uh, yeah. here. Let's see. I have Fangraphs open right now. Hold on. Um, they have they have Rondon. So why would you need another yeah, closer okay. when you can just get Fernando Abad or Sean Doolittle and lock down the seventh inning? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chapman's not going to come here and not close. Right, and I mean he went into he went into. Uh, New York, and basically kicked two closers out of their roles mm-hmm. in Batances and Miller, which leads me to the next point of why not Batances? He seems to be the cheapest. I think if, they want a lefty. Oh, that makes sense. That's a good point. Like, but yeah, Batances is insane. <laughs> like, I, well, then again, like that entire bullpen is insane, but. Right. Yeah, I think I don't know. I'm still dreaming on Andrew Miller, but that price tag is going to be insane. <laughs> you sent me that DM a while ago. That was I great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember I mean, what you said. I don't remember either. Just like something I want Andrew Miller really badly. <laughs> um, um, Miguel Montero slash line for June one eighty five two ninety two ninety six. 54 way to runs created plus. So he's not even getting on base. Like, like it's it's understandable if he's somewhat getting on base and walking, which and he's not even doing that. 
Yeah. I mean, 12% walk, 13% walk rate's not, I mean, that's pretty good. But Yeah, that's true. I, I don't know. So I am like, looking, oh, sorry, I'm looking at relievers. Uh, let's just go by FIP for this. Um, the number one reliever, it's reliever stat, so I'm kind of being picky here, and I'm not using war because reliever war is a joke. Yeah, it's, it's very, very weird. Although I'm looking, I just it just accidentally reversed. It did FIP from highest to lowest. And number eight highest, would you like to take a guess? Ooh. Um, Adam Warren. Really? Yep. Yikes. That's uh All right. So here is here's the top ten relievers by FIP. Addison Reed ten, Robert Azuna nine, Hector Rondon eight, Zach Britton seven. Oh, uh, by the way. Did you see Tania Flab's thing with this Orioles insider guy? Oh, my God, yes. I was dying. Dying. Oh, my God. So, for those that don't know, this guy, Aaron, ATF, 13 ATF, um, he tweeted at Tania Flab and I think this Orioles insider guy that Zach Britton spelled B-R-I-T-A-I-N, should play for the English team for the World Baseball Classic. And obviously this dumbass Orioles guy thought that he was being serious. And Tania Flab went after the the Orioles guy, and the Orioles guy tried to hack his account. Because that's a so good bad. move. Uh, Fucking dumbass. And then uh, Tania Flab caught it, caught the attempt and uh, the Orioles guy blocked him. Yeah, so, it was a joke. Uh, that That's the Zach Britton. Six, Kenley Jansen of the Dodgers. Five, Will Harris. Four, Justin Wilson. I don't even know who that is. From the Tigers? Is okay. he a closer now? Um, save. No, he doesn't have a single save. I don't know who the Tigers closer is. I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the team. I mean, yeah. Um, that that guy from the Cardinals that they just signed from Korea, he's third. Oh, yeah. Oh? Um, yeah. Oh. Uh, and then would you like to guess who number two and number one are? Uh, Dylan Batances and Andrew Miller. Bingo, bingo. Yeah. Where's Wade yeah, Davis it, out there? Uh... Oh, for the record, number 11, future Cub, Fernando Abad. Nice. I'm going to do him or do little. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Wade Davis is 29th with a 256 FIP. Interesting. Um, let's see. If I pull out, I'm going to pull out uh, TERA and see where this puts them. Um, like I, I kind of think that's the best stat on Fangraphs, basically for relievers. Either that or Sierra. I don't know which do you prefer. Uh, I uh, probably Sierra. Okay, so let's just go by Sierra. Let's see if that changes anything. 
How good has Fernando Rodney been? Insane. Like I don't, he, he hasn't given up a run yet. I saw his steps like super high though, like crazy high. Sucks they had to let him go. Like, oh, uh, number third highest Sierra, Adam Warren. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's been that bad. So, if the Cubs trade for Dylan Bundy, is he going to get the 2019 Cy Young and 2018 will be Brian Matouche? Yes, correct. Okay. Uh, Anybody from, I was hoping sorry, for Kevin Gossman for the longest time. I mean, Kevin Gossman on this team would be awesome. I mean, yeah. He, I mean, he still, still could be awesome, but, like, that's who I was hoping for. I think it was last year when the Cubs were trading for Pittsburgh. I was hoping they'd get Gossman. Yeah. Uh, okay, so by Sierra... Um, 10, Craig Kimbrell, 9, this Justin Wilson guy, 8, surprising name, Tyler Thornburg of the Brewers. Which is interesting because he's been pretty bad against the Cubs. Yeah. If I remember correctly. 7, Sean Kelly, 6 is a Cub. Rondon? Yes. Nope. Stroke? Bingo. Yeah. He he is tied for sixth with Michael Feliz of the Astros. Yeah, Number four. Bad. Need to trade him. Is he? What? Like it? Wait, wait. What were you saying? No, I said Strokes bad and they need to trade him. Oh right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Turn his hat forward. I had fun last night with when the when Matt was retweeting the Stroke crying <laughs> babies and I tweeted out the LeBron pick at them. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. That's my that's that's the pickle that's my piccolo girl. <laughs> um, four is Rondone. Three, two, and one. Take a guess. Um, I'm gonna go. I mean, I'm gonna go to the top two again. Batantis and Miller. Batantis, Britton, Miller. <laughs> yeah, it, it's ridiculous. Okay. Zach Britton might be the most underrated closer. He's one of my favorites. He is insane. by far. That he is, is so fucking good. Oh my god! I'm just looking That's at like the... 98 with movement. It is sick. Yeah, it's. Um, Andrew Miller and Dylan Batantis. They're K9 now. This is K9, so it doesn't really say very much. If I pull out K percentage in a minute. Um, Andrew Miller's K nine is sixteen point five nine. Dude, and his, Del- yeah, his fan graphs line is insane. <laughs> I love his fan. I think I tweeted it out. It's so funny to read. His left on base percentage, Miller, ninety five point two percent. Ninety five. Oh, he is so good. So um, good. Jesus Christ. Uh. And then I think he leads the league, it looks like, in left on base percentage. And then Batantis is K9, 17.34. <laughs> the backhand of the bullpen is that's incredible. If the Yankees had any starting pitching, with, or any offense, really, their offense is kind of a joke. Well, we talked with Nick back a long time ago about this bullpen, and we he basically said the same thing. He basically said that the bullpen is just going to be absolutely fucking ridiculous, and the team's just going to be very mediocre. <laughs> I mean... And and he was spot on. 
Yep. Um, so if we want to get into a little, like, politics stuff here, and not by politics, I don't mean Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton stuff. I applied for a Cubs blog, and uh, okay. it's not very hard to figure out which one. Um, it's a bigger one. And the editor-in-chief of this blog um, said, unfortunately, I I know your work, I like your resume, etc., etc. Unfortunately, we're not hiring at this time. Okay. So, sure enough, like Wednesday or whatever, Tuesday, I see a tweet from someone that we both have talked about earlier in this podcast. And this tweet said, I'm writing my first article for this blog. Well, what the fuck? <laughs> I, like, I, like, I, did, I did see that. Like, I'm not a good writer. I understand this. I, I'm not uh, by any means a Ryan Davis or a Jared Willis or anything like that. Those mm-hmm. guys are insanely good writers. Yeah. I, I know I'm not that. But at least, come on, what the fuck? I was yeah, very, very angry. Though. Yeah, I don't blame it. That's pretty. Yeah, at, that least, was, that, at least be honest. Yeah, like come on. And th- this guy that I was talking to, and I'm I, I'm almost positive you know who it is, and anyone else that follows me on Twitter knows as well. Um, like this guy's classy. He's got he's a typically a good guy, but what the fuck? It pissed me off for like a day. Then I got over it. Oh. <laughs> I actually started a job uh, this week. Really? Where? A week. Yeah. Uh, Staff Inc. And a boy. Yeah. Nice to be done. Yeah, I'll be a data operations specialist for baseball. So I'll be watching baseball and doing data analysis stuff. Are you going to be at the stadium like tracking pitches and stuff? Uh, I'll be watching uh, video at their office. Okay. Stuff. Yeah. The one downtown. Uh, Northbrook. It's in Northbrook. Um, so you're, we're going to be going for lunch a, a lot. Oh, definitely, yeah. Because I live uh, half a mile from there. Oh, perfect. Yeah, that's, so, what, uh, that's what Cooper was saying. Yeah. Yep. Oh, perfect. And Cooper's like a mile from me, so... <laughs> I thought they were closing the Northbrook office. Uh, they, are, they are. They're moving to Chicago soon. That's what I thought. Okay. So are you moving up here? Um... Right now, I'm not. I'm living at home, but I think in the future, probably. Cool. One, probably once the Chicago move goes in, I'll probably do that. There's a house for sale about three feet from me. Oh man, I don't know if I could do a house. I'd, it'd be more. I'd be more apartment living. I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> Twenty-one year old just graduated from college, living in a suburban <laughs> house in Northbrook, Illinois. It'd be <laughs> massive props. <laughs> First world problem. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so, so what do you think a reasonable package is to get a lefty? Like, I refuse. Uh, okay, let's let's just say not. Okay, yeah, bad bad tweets to the tweet haver, but um, right, exactly. Like, uh, okay, let's let's I'll rephrase. What do you think some expendable prospects are? Okay, so I think people were talking. I think AJ Walsh was talking about this today. I think pretty much any of the guys in AAA that have somewhat of a name, um, so C.J. Edwards, um, you know, let me say, I, 
Right. Yeah, very much so. Um, let's see if I can find this. Um, I think any of those guys in AAA, I think... I don't know if Bajan Rademacher has value. I, I really don't. No. I would lean yeah, towards I, I no. Um, Mark Zagunis, there, that's, he's been flying up the radars of, I would assume, executives because he's been flying up the minor leagues. Yeah. Oh, uh, Ken Lario. Mm-hmm. Um, in the lower parts of the system, maybe Jake Stinnett. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was thinking, like, I don't know, more like, yeah, like like we were saying, like, Canelario or Zagunas. I mean, Kale Brockmeyer just got called up to AAA. Oh, really? Good for yeah. him. Yeah. Th- I'm, I'm guessing he's taking Wilson's spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I met him two years ago at the at King County. Very nice guy. Very classy. I hate how he spells his name. <laughs> he has he has Johnny Peralta syndrome. <laughs> That's so bad. What is it? K A E It's it's C A E L. Yeah, not K. Yeah, C C A E L. Yeah. Um I I kinda picked this joke up that if you go to St. Louis you have to be careful if you uh, have any of their meth, you may get Johnny Peralta misspelling name syndrome. <laughs> That's good. Um, uh. Or like, like, what the fuck is wrong with that team? Like, they have Johnny Peralta, J-H. Um, oh, I, I have to be careful here. I may get called out for uh, being culturally insensitive by Stan. <laughs> I didn't see that. I don't know what you're... No, he's just very protective of his Dominican heritage, which I I respect. He's from there. It's not like it's his. It's a fourth generation thing. He's directly, he directly was born there, but he's just very protective of his Dominican heritage. For example, for example, he said on Twitter that eating avocados and rice is a very like common thing, and I said that's gross. Not to realize that. Not only do avocados and rice go really well, but I have it multiple times a week with sushi. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? I'm like, uh, I'm... It's like, you're disrespecting my heritage. It's like, that's what all Dominicans do. I'm like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that wasn't fun. He's a... I, I don't know if you saw my absolutism tweet. It was very... Brief on like I I only did it once, um, but his absolutism is one of my least favorite things on Twitter. I did not see that. I did not see that. Yeah, I, I've been trying very hard to find my get a blog tweet because <laughs> then I, now I can retweet it myself. Yes. Oh yeah, I I don't know how to do that, and I mean I don't have good enough tweets to do that, but like. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. I think it should be a law that unless the tweet is like a bump, we're, we're like you said, like 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 you're saying, fucked in and we're fear something. I think it should be a law that you shouldn't be allowed to retweet one of your own tweets unless it's at least half a year old. Oh yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Like, like, 
like like the the retweet of yourself is basically replacing the bump where you can remove the quoting the tweet of yourself to say look at this here's here's my tweet that I made a few minutes ago that's yeah. that's okay however if you're retweeting a tweet of yours from 2 days ago that's very generic and boring you can fuck yourself <laughs> I agree with that um there's my hot take good take Good take. All right, so let's have this discussion that has nothing to do with anything we've talked about before. Okay. I'm finishing up my article on the baseball movies project that I did. Okay. Um, what is, I mean, this is off the top of your head, and I didn't ask you to have anything written down. What would be your top ten or at least your favorite movie? All time? Yeah. Like any movie or just baseball movie? Baseball movie. Oh wow! Um, like I know it's recent, but Moneyball probably. I love that yep. movie. Like Moneyball's up there. Um, I guess like if I'm going back childhood wise, like probably The Sandlot. Right. I think um, Little Big League is super underrated. Okay. Um, and then the major leagues are pretty good. I okay, so I'm unconventional as per usual. It is me. I am unconventional. Conventional. Um, my number one is absolutely Bull Durham. Okay. It's like like the difference between Bull Durham at number one and Field of Dreams at number two isn't that much. But the difference between Field of Dreams and whatever I put at number three, I think it'd probably be, I think it'd probably be the natural, is exponential. Oh yeah. Hot take. I have not seen the natural. I mean, I get it. But what are you doing? I, I don't I don't know. I just I've never seen it. I've only seen Boulderham once. Um Field of Dreams is really good. I like Field of Dreams, but yeah. Yeah, Field of Dreams is Field of Dreams is great. And it's Kevin Costner and he's kinda manageable in it. Yeah. Like like he and, doesn't have to yell very much. And James Earl Jones is in it, which is great. Well, of course. And it's a good story. It's just a it's a great father son story. Yeah. A- and like James it. Horner James Horner has a fantastic soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And yeah, so I think in terms of pure movie, Field of Dreams would be better than Bull Durham, in my opinion. But I think, or rather, pure film. But as a movie, sitting down to enjoy it, I think Bull Durham is much better than Field of Dreams. Yeah, that makes sense. I rewatched the Sandler when I was collecting all of pe- all the people's top ten, and it's a lot better than I remember it. But I, it's got some lines, but I don't really get the love. Like, like that's that's me with Major League. Also, I people destroy me over this. Major League is not one of my favorite movies. It's it has its moments. It has good moments. Other than that, eh. I, I like Major League One and Two. I do not like. Uh, I I well, I guess I can't say I don't like. I've never seen the third one. Yeah, uh, you will get stoned for saying you like Major League Two. I I I do like Major League Two. Like, I think it's funny. <laughs> I don't I don't care. I get I I have bad opinions every day on Twitter. Uh, welcome to my life. <laughs> It's not it's not good, but 
why are you on Twitter? I have bad opinions. This brings up another interesting question that I will not, under any circumstance, bring name bring names up with. How the hell are people on Twitter as much as they are? Like for me, I'm on Twitter because I sit down and play video games, and when I have my video games, I also have music. And my music is playing through my computer. And if I have my computer, I might as well have TweetDeck open. But some people are, like, on Twitter hours and hours a day, and they say they have big jobs. Yeah, I, like, I I can't. I mean, I'm on Twitter all the time, too, but I don't have anything to do yet. Like, I, I don't start my job for another two weeks, so, like, whatever. Yeah, right, I'm and, like, time. like, I'm... Today, I wasn't on Twitter because I was working for eight hours or nine hours or whatever it was. Yeah. But, like, some people are always on it. I don't know. Just like, okay. Whatever pleases you. So, wait. Do you watch Game of Thrones? I do not. No. Oh, okay. Do you watch Silicon Valley? I do not. Oh, Jesus. So, I highly recommend Silicon Valley. There's... 28 episodes, I think three seasons, eight episodes. Um, they got two more in the season. I watched every single episode in four days. Damn. I've never binged a show like that. <laughs> I didn't know how I did it. Very, very funny. Highly, highly recommend it. Game of Thrones 2, Game of Thrones is great. Um, um, how high does Eloy Jimenez jump in prospect rankings midseason? Uh, well, what was he at preseason? Like eight or nine? Ten. Ten? I think he'll be four or five. Yeah, I think I was just I was gonna say top five. Yeah, it, I mean, like people don't realize this, but he's Jorge Soler in almost every single aspect. I went to South Bend last week, and he is, mob, like, he is huge. Yeah, that's, well, first of all, I got to do that. I really want to get out there. Second of all, that's what I've heard from everyone, and that's why I say he's Jorge Soler. Yeah, like, he is monstrous. Yeah. But that's... he probably jumps, oh, who's, okay, it's Glaber, Wilson, and then, I mean, I think Hap's up there. Yeah, Hap's probably at third at that point. Well, so Hap will jump to second. Elmore is going to lose his eligibility. Yeah, Wilson. Which, uh, how great has he been? It's It's been so fun to watch. Like, I've I've been saying this, like, probably for a month or two, like, and it might have been a little early. Like, he is going to be the starting center fielder next year. Oh, absolutely. 100%. No doubt like, about it. It's not close. Like no. Like even defensive. Like it, it, even if he's Addison, like he's gonna do the same things that maybe he might not hit, but like that glove is insane. The uh, a defensive out, or an outfield of Schwarber, Almora, and Hayward is ugh, gag good. Like Almora it or is. Schwarber's not good, obviously, but Almora and Hayward. Yummy. Like it's it's incredible. I keep I've never like, go ahead. all the time. Oh, I I'm gonna jump into another topic, so go okay. ahead. Okay. 
No, I was just going to say, I've never seen a player make diving catches as easily as Jason Hayward. I feel like that's his go-to. Like, that that kind of, like, sliding catch. Like, yeah. It's so smooth. It's And it's automatic, too. He's going to the ground. There's no reason to get worried. Not at all. No, oh, no. chance in hell of him not catching that. Like, he almost made that insane, like, this isn't diving, but, like, that catch in Washington on Tuesday, like, or Monday, like, it was almost insane. I can't, I don't know how he, like, even was close to that. I don't remember. I, I don't think I actually saw the game on Monday. Oh, uh, well, it was the uh, Ramos home run to right, and he almost robbed it. Like, it was in his, his glove, like, he was over the fence, and it was in his glove, and then when he came down, the contact brought it down. But it, it was insane. And then, like, well, obviously, catching San Francisco was incredible. Yeah, that was, well, and lucky, too, because he wasn't very hurt. Oh, thank yeah, seriously, thank God. Yeah. But, if they, uh, yeah, I think if they yeah. deal, if they have another outfield injury, be it to Hayward or Fowler, I guess, I guess Zagunas would be the next guy up, and then... After that, it's oof, scary. Yeah, it it's so weird to think like there's like if everyone's healthy, like uh, there's not enough playing time to go. Like Joe does a really good job like right now, but like it's insane. Like think it like if Schwarber was healthy this year, it'd be incredible how he'd manage right. that. Half of Javi's playing time is because Chris is in left. Right. Which also, and, how good has yeah, Chris Bryant been? <laughs> Seriously, like I, like I'd be okay if Chris Bryant was the starting left fielder next year. I mean, I wouldn't simply because I think. Well, no, I no, I would be too because like Javier is better I'd defensively. Be completely fine with that. I'd be completely fine with that. Yeah, like that may precursor a trade, but like I'd be okay with that. That may be your Schwarber trade if you were ever going to get it. Exactly. Like, there's so many. Maybe, maybe not Schwarber. Maybe like to keep the like the lefty bat, but maybe like maybe Solaire. I don't know. Yeah. Like, there's there's a lot of pieces that that could move, and Bryant's defense like flexibility is insane. Yeah. Like he's an above average left fielder. Uh huh. With an insane arm. He threw out work. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. But, Although I, mean, I, I don't know. that I mean that out that outfield isn't bad either. Like going into next year with Brian Elmora and Hayward. Yeah, I mean if your if your outfield is Elmora Hayward Bryant, I think that's substantially better than Elmora Hayward uh Schwarber. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And you get a better defensive player at third base. Because Hobby's better than Bryant. Right. Defensively, yeah, probably. Yeah. Although I that's mean, not to say Bryant again, isn't good. Oh no no no! I mean, Brian, Brian, like Brian's probably like a tick above, what probably like probably above average, maybe. Yeah yeah. I, don't, I mean I don't know maybe a tick below, but Javi's like elite. Yeah, and Javi's elite at three. I think probably three positions. You get? I bet you give him time at first, he'd be elite there. I mean, it's not very hard to be good at first. But, yeah, fair enough. But like, yeah, like it, like that play you made to end the game on Tuesday, 
like, obviously he's a shortstop coming up, but, like, he, all the plays that he's made in the infield, like, like I, I don't know if somebody got traded was the plan they get, they went with, like, I wouldn't hate it. If it, if it made the, if it made anything else better, I wouldn't hate it. Now, I'm not saying, right. like, go trade Kyle Schwarber for Andrew Miller, but. They should have gotten Thor while they could have. Oh. Should have gotten Just Thor. Thor. Oh, <laughs> uh, like when the Blue Jays were dealing him? No, like when Javi Baez was going to be traded because the Mets needed a shortstop last year. Oh, yeah. I remember I had a conversation with one of my buddies and said I wouldn't trade Castro for DeGrom last year. Yeah. Well, that's a fucking idiot. I was, that, I was like, that was like before DeGrom was, like, good. <laughs> like, because I, rem- I mentioned Dylan's tweet, too, so, like, that was, if that's a precursor or anything, but, like, I was, it was during Starlin's hot streak, and I was like, I'm, I don't want to trade Starlin. So, looking back on it, it was probably pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, I I have a MLB franchise right now. I'm mm-hmm. 86 and 11. 86 and 11. I just struck out. I think it was yesterday. I struck out 25 with Thor. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, it, it was fun. I didn't even <laughs> know I was doing it. I'm like, oh shit! I just struck out 25. Okay. I haven't thrown a perfect game yet. I have not thrown a no hitter on a video game. I have thrown multiple. I hate I have done that. So, I, my closest I was ever been was MLB 2006. It had, I think, Vlad on the cover. And <laughs> it was Oliver Perez. Like, mm-hmm. Oliver Perez was, like, one of the best pitchers on the game. He was with the Pirates. And I traded him. I got him on the Cubs, and I threw seven and a third against the Giants. I, with Reggie Stock, with Reggie Stocker. I did it with Arietta earlier in this franchise. I struck out nineteen, obviously no hits, but I allowed a run. How? You just so, like walk in an air? Or? No, it was strikeout reaches base, steal, error, sack fly. Ugh. Guess what else happened in that game? I was being no hit through seven. <laughs> and then I won like 8 to nothing because my fucking lineup is absolutely fr- freaking insane. Dexter Fowler has a 7 more and I just finished the All-Star break. <laughs> that's, which is that's incredible. Which is a great thing about the about the show now. They they added war. Now you don't have to now you don't have to worry about uh like determining how good players are based on Homers and runs batted in. <laughs> I have I it, I need, really need to turn up the difficulty on this franchise, and maybe I will in, in the next season. But I think I have forty homers on like July twentieth with four guys. Jesus. Yeah. My run differential is like plus four hundred. Oof. Yeah. It, How good has Dexter Fowler been? Oh, man. The, the, the Orioles insider guy was like, I really love when Cubs fans get all cocky about Arietta and Fowler. That's because it's justified, you dumb shit. 
Like, like Jake's like the second best pitcher in the game, and like, and Dex and Fowler's like, been top five. Yeah. Like, top five player in baseball, which also yeah, speaks. Like, like I think him and Bryant had the same war. Bryant was at 12 yesterday. I would assume it hasn't changed. Which, okay, I'm going on the record right now. Chris Bryant's going to win MVP. He needs a really good second half. I think he's going to win MVP. And Kershaw needs to start walking, guys. Like, I know it's, like, narrative, but, like, best player on the best team is going to win it. Clayton Kershaw has been... Like, Clayton Kershaw, not only is he going to be the Cy Young, but he, I really, really, I, I think he's going to beat Brian out for the MVP. I really I, do. Okay. I hate, I hate that pitchers can win MVP. I don't. Personally. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, they have their award, in my opinion. I mean, well, yeah, but so do, so do hitters. What? Like, I mean, I kind of. Well, no, yeah, well, I no mean, not really. No, I guess that makes sense. That, all right, they that have their, sense. Yeah, they have their award. Like, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't hate, like, I mean, if Kershaw deserves it, but, like, get a, get rid of the Cy Young then because it doesn't really matter, you know? We can do this at, when we get to the All-Star break. We can do a mid-season awards show. Um, I'm down. Yeah. And speaking of, next week it looks like um, – Absent Tom Selleck is coming on. I'm not saying his name because he's anonymous now. Um, <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. If he if he wants me to say his name next week, I will. But for now, I'm not going to. Um, he was going to be on before my dad yelled at me and said I was fat. <laughs> and we stopped recording. <laughs> Which I still am fat for the record. I've been trying. I'm done. I'm down five pounds. I know. I fucking hate eating so much. It's one of the problems with <laughs> summer. Oh, for eating, sure. I've spent so much money and I've eaten so much food. I mean, working at Chipotle doesn't really help anything either. True. Exactly. You know, I'm like, I'm going to get a salad today because I don't need the rice. Sure enough, I get to the <laughs> line and I'm like, all right, rice bowl. <laughs> Oh man. Which, yeah, I don't I know if you I don't know what your go to is for Chipotle, but the barbacoa that shit's my new favorite stuff. Is it? That's the shredded beef. Ah. I've heard that's pretty good. It's really good. It's so like tender and moist and that's what she said. Moist. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Man. Um, so, this weekend is the Pirates. Um, who's pitching? The back end of the rotation, right? No, it's, uh, Jake, Lester, and Kyle Hendricks. Right, well, no, I meant for the Oh, for, the for them? Yeah. Um, I know Glassnose, or not Glassnose, uh, Tyon's pitching Sunday, because I think I... Oh, he might, is? Yeah, I might go Sunday. Cool. Um, I, I think they're going to get Liriano. Some point. Okay. 
Which, um, if they realize that if they start swinging at him, they can score millions of runs off of him. He doesn't throw anything in the strike zone, ever. No, I mean, no, doesn't he only throw in the strike zone? I was thinking I thought it was he had, like, the lowest... I thought it was the lowest rate of, like, pitches outside the strike zone. Oh, you may be... You, I may be wrong. Well, no, I I always am wrong. I think that's what it is, but I'm not... I mean, I'm, like, 80% sure. I thought that's what it okay. was. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, getting, you know what? Now that I think about it, you're right. Yeah. Liriano, yeah. Neath, and Tahan. Okay. So it's not... All right, fine. And then... I mean, you're missing... I mean, Cole's obviously on the deal, so that helps, but... Okay, so this hasn't been talked about very much, but I think it should be, and we can start it. We can say we okay. were the first. Yes or no, John Lester has been better than Jake Arrieta. Oh, man. So I mean, let's, let's, let's set the scene here. Arietta last I checked, was sixth in war, and I, by last I checked, I, meant, I mean yesterday. Um, Arietta was sixth, Lester was seventh. Arietta's yeah. ERA is like... Point oh seven points better. Yeah. Um, I think his K rate may be a little higher. Maybe. I could be wrong there. But, like, how good has Lester been aside from the San Francisco start? Yeah, I mean, that's just, like, the wall bump in the road. But, I mean, he was good last year. Like, he was crazy good yeah, last what year. Yeah, what the fuck is with this? Yeah, he was bad last year. No! He was a five-minute pitcher last year. He was top, like, 13th. Like, 13th best player. I wrote, 13th I wrote best a piece for uh, View from the Bleachers on it. Like, a thousand words. Like, dropped, like, he was not bad at all. Like, he had a really bad May and a really bad, I think it was June. Uh, I know it was really bad May. His April wasn't <laughs> awful, but May was pretty bad. Um, and then another bad month, and he just, like, from there, he just turned it on. Like, August, September, he's lights out. Yeah. I forgot who it was. I think it was some writer said that if you take out, maybe it was Rosenthal, if you take out the Giants game and you have his ERA from May to today, I think he leads, I think it's like a 143, and that would, I think, mm-hmm. lead the majors. I think. Damn. And he's just been so good. And we, I, I was thinking about this because uh, people were saying Hendricks isn't fun to watch. Lester's really, really fun to watch. He, he is. Just the way he manipulates everything. That cutter's oh. insane this year. And for the first time in my life, I was just going to say this, I saw his cutter actually move. <laughs> It, it it had like about six no no not six inches like three inches of downward break and I'm like oh my god I just saw the cutter move son of a bitch but that okay, curve I mean, and... another thing that hasn't been talked about, well I mean I guess not not talked about but like people are not stealing on him this year nope. Like, I, I, mean, I think, yeah, I mean, David Ross is like, incredible, but like, let's see, three, five, seven steals against him this year. I, I, I really do think that's the Ross factor, though. Ross has been so good with his arm and just defensively overall that I think that's kind of cut out the idea of people running on him. 
I mean, only four caught stealing against, but like, I don't know, like, but like one pickoffs. I mean, how how many pickoffs does Ross have? Like seven or eight? Uh, I think it's like four. I don't think it's that high. Four or five. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. It feels like it. Uh, I mean, he had two given up against Atlanta last time, but like, he's Atlanta's been, a pretty good he, base running team. Yeah, they they have some speed on that team. NCRT is fun to watch. Yeah, I actually real. I was talking. I got into a fight with a bunch of Braves fans uh, six months ago, maybe, and a bunch Bart. of them followed me. Bart. I don't even remember what it was about. Um, and he was like talking to me about like, yeah, I don't know how you guys went through the rebuild stuff, but I've only got two more years of patience. I'm like, all right, good for you. Moving on. So, fucking barves. 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 That's the one. That tra- like, that like trade that's keeps looking more more hilarious. The Miller trade. Yep. It, it. Yeah. Well, I've said this on here multiple times that Shelby Miller and Kyle Hendricks were tied for war last year. Oh yeah, Shelby Miller. Or, uh... And Carlos Martinez. Yep. And I think Lackey was only like point two ahead of that. Something like that, yep. Yeah. Like, like Shelby Miller for Inciarte and um, uh, Swanton is laughable. Now, think about the equivalent pitchers there. Carlos Martinez and Kyle Hendricks. Kyle Hendricks for Dansby, Swanton, and in- Ender Inciarte. I'm taking that like, in a minute. Like, Like, it's a joke. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. That was bad both ways, because I don't know if you're, like, before he got traded, like, John Hart only wanted A.J. Pollock. (laughs) Like, he's like, Shelby Miller for A.J. Pollock or nothing. It's like, oh, he came down to Dansby Swanson and (laughs) and (laughs) C.R.T. Shoot high first. Throwbacks to when Gordo said the Braves had or the Cubs had gotten Miller for Baez and Sutler. Oh, he was I right about that it. one. I, for, I forgot Gordo tweeted that. Remember that? That was like middle of the night, and I woke up and he deleted it, and there were screenshots and stuff. Oh, uh, I I remember scrolling. I was at a friend's house. I remember scrolling Facebook. I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> Why is Javi being traded? Like, I mean, I I understood it, like, but. Like, not for Shelby Miller. I hate Shelby Miller. Yeah, he's a... I understand. I, I defended the tr- the idea of trading him back when they when there were rumors going around. I If they had done that trade, I would not have been happy. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Which Which brings up another point that I want to talk about, and I'm not getting my hopes. This is another reason I don't think a Chapman-Miller-Batantis trade is going to happen. Think about last year. Well, yeah, just think about last year with the deadline. They were going to trade for Shields, and they were going to get Kimbrell from the Padres, and they were going to get a big package with the Padres, and they fell back to Heron. Dan Heron and (laughs) uh, Tommy Hunter. I really, really don't think Theo wants to go big in trades. I'm, I've kind of given up on that idea. I think I think he's going to want to. I, here, I think he's going to want to. 
Because remember, the deadline last year was right after they got swept by the Phillies. Yeah. I, I think it was the timing. I think he's going to want to go all in. It it just doesn't like seem to be like like it doesn't seem that Theo would sell like that. I I don't know. I think I think this is like I mean, you only got for probably a year and a half left. Like Lester is insanely good. Like I I think he's just going to go for it. Well, so now now that is the 2017 free agent class good? When Arietta's done. Oh God, I, I don't can't remember. I know the I, don't, I, can't. I know the 2018 class is insane. Well, yeah, it's like Harper Machado. Manny Machado is the most underrated player in baseball, hands down. It's not even close. He is so fun to watch. Like like 40 dingers, batting over 300. Oh, not to mention the 80 grade defense that he's playing at third and short. Yeah, he's playing short, which is kind of hilarious because he's like putting these numbers up at third. I I always thought that he would end up playing short because JJ Hardy's a shortstop for sure. Uh, what are you thinking? Like, are you saying starting pitchers for? Uh... Yeah, because they're gonna need to, they're gonna need a replacement for Arietta. I mean, unless you go in the system and you go <coughs> Underwood or Stinnett or something like that. But I don't know that any of those guys are going to end up being starters. No, the twenty, the twenty, uh, twenty seventeen class. He's, not the, he's in the twenty eighteen class because it's a year ahead. I think. Okay. Well, this year's free agent class is going to be a um, shit show. Yeah, it's not. Gonna... It's not going to be a lot of. There's not, like, anyone. I think, like, the biggest free agent is Rich Hill. Oh, Bautista is a free agent. True. Although he's going to be 37, 38. Yeah, he, I mean, he's going to, he should have just took what uh, they were offering for, um, like, what, what were they looking to give him? It was something like, well, what he, what he wanted was, like, 5, 150, wasn't it? Something like that, yeah. I think that's what he wanted. But I I still yeah. don't know why the Cardinals didn't go after Chris Davis harder. Like Brandon Moss is gonna hit thirty homers, sure, but Chris Davis like that fit was kinda perfect. Oh yeah. Um and, let's see. Starting pitchers, um Henderson Alvarez. Um, Madison Bumgarner's got an option. You okay. Darvish. Oh. Ooh, you uh, Darvish, future cup. I'm I'm down. Um I I'd be in. Yep. Um, Although he just hit the DL again. Yeah. He's got yeah, his got some stuff wrong. Uh Tyson yeah. Ross. No, there there's uh, your there's your Tyson Ross signing, Tommy. <laughs> he throws a lot of sliders. A lot yeah. of sliders. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's about it. There's, there's, I mean, he's having a pretty decent comeback here. Liriano. That's what I thought. Like, it's not great. 
And the Cubs are going to need someone for Lackey also now that I think about it. Yeah, Lackey's in here. Hamill's in here. I thought Hamill Hamill's... was an option this year. Yeah, after this year, Hamill's got an option. I think right. it's a – I can't remember. Is it a team option or a mutual option? I want to say it's a mutual option. I want to say I could be wrong. I'll look real quick. I'm I'm on COTS anyway. Yeah. Okay. Um, Most underrated site in sports. Oh, so great. So great. Um, where's Hamlet? Hayward, Lackey, Montero. Hamill. While you're looking this up, uh, I think it was Spencer oh, that was club. saying. Club option. It's what? Two it's a what? Two club option. Twelve million club option. Okay. I think um, it was Spencer that was saying it earlier. If you could trade Chris Bryant for two championships in six years, would you do it? Oh, God. I I I did see this, but uh, I don't. I. I mean, they are guaranteed championships. Right, but right. They're right. That, that's the contingency that the championships are guaranteed. I think my answer would be no, and here's why. Part of the fun. So let me use the Blackhawks here. The great thing about the Hawks championship runs have not been the actual like. Game six is where they win the championship. The great thing about the championships have been the runs that the teams have gone through. Look at 2013. They went 23-0-3 to, or 23-0-2 to start the season or something like that. That's, yeah. what, that's where the story was. And that's where like getting rid of Jonathan Taves for guaranteed three championships, that's where I find it to be stupid. I think the, mm-hmm. I think I mean, they were talking about greatest sports moments in your lifetime, which we can do also in a minute. I have my list. Um, pretty solid. Um, like, greatest sports moments is not the Hawks winning the Cup. Greatest sports moments is, well, I, 2010 is, the, the Kane goal in the overtime is my number three, basically. But the Hosa goal in game six against Nashville in 2010. Yeah, game five. Game five. Game five. I think that was fine. Good call. Good call. Game five. Like, after they killed off the major, after the bad hit at the end of the third. Like, like yeah, that's where the playoff runs are made. Like, yeah. give me those over the actual championship. That was and, my number three, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it was – I think I actually ended up switching it out at number five. I think my number number one was game four last year. No, yeah, yep. number four was game four. Number two that's was the wild card. One. That's my number two. Damn it. <laughs> number three was 17 seconds. That that was my number four. Okay. So, like, I remember literally standing in disbelief. Oh, my God, yeah. this just happened. They just won the cup this way. Whoa. I remember jumping yeah, up and down. I ran around the family room and ended up going into the kitchen. And I was jumping around so hard, I sprained my ankle. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like it's those kinds of things that are cool. Oh yeah. Like, like minute details that no one else would know about you that would happen during those things. That's what I find cool. 
And yeah. I'm sure we all have our moments for each of those things. Like, I'm sure people that are a little older than us have those moments for the Jordan era. Yeah, exactly. Do you remember any of the Jordan stuff? No, I was. I hadn't turned five yet when he when he won his last one. Okay. Okay. What's your yeah, What's your number four? Number four is. I want to say, you know what? Maybe not. I don't remember what I had on Twitter. Something like a combination of game four, wild card game, seventeen seconds, Kane overtime goal, and Hosa. Yeah, Hosa is my number three, and then my number five is kind of like just ISU centric, like. Um, during the championship game last year, they scored with a minute and a half left to, to take the lead in football. Yeah, the Bears? Like, no, the ISU. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that was, well, that would have been in, like, 2015. But, yeah, that was, that was pretty, that was pretty incredible. I, I saw you I say mean, that. I didn't see it. I mean, I mean, they lost that, that game, but <laughs> for the time right. game, pretty incredible. Um, other great moments that would be very close to my list, Seabrook Game 7 against the Wings. Yeah, that was, yep. You know, that was celebratory, but it was also a sigh of relief because the Jalmerson goal was called off. Oh, I remember I, I was, I mean, I usually don't get angry at stuff. I remember driving home. I li- I punched my steering wheel. I was so angry. And, like, I couldn't even see it. Like, I I was just so mad that they called it off. Because they came all the way back three one, and like they weren't just about to like rip my heart out. Yeah, that was and and it was a shitty ass call too. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, I and up there with like disappointing sports moments is Game Seven two thousand eleven when Sharp hit the post and then they gave up the goal a minute later in overtime oh, yeah. to the Canucks. Yep. I don't know if I've ever told you this. I've never seen the Alex Gonzalez error. You've never seen it? Every time I know it's coming, I shut my eyes. That was my 10th birthday. (laughs) Worst birthday in the history of forever. I was four. I cried at 10 years old. Bald. Well, my dad said to me that when they won the pennant, he would wake me up. I slept very uh, quietly the next two nights. I don't remember Game Seven. Like, I mean, I just don't remember it. My dad, my I don't know if you know that my dad had the Ivy Chat blog for a while. Oh, I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and he says in his post after Game Six that he turned down game tickets to Game Seven because he knew it was going to really? be a funeral. Yeah. Oh man. I don't know if I could do that, even if I, like, I don't know. The the highlight, like, like watching the Carrywood homer and then hearing the fan reaction, like, I can't imagine the place being louder other than a Strope strikeout. Or not Strope, uh, Rondon, rather. I've been, like, I've watched all of the highlights from Game 4 and, like, watched that game over and over again. I still think, like, a lot of people, I, I can't remember who said it, but... Somebody said that they got extremely loud on Rizzo's home run. I think they were louder on Schwarber's home run. Because it was disbelief. It's like, holy fuck, he just hit it that far. I think it it was more just like, okay, they opened it up a little bit. 
no one run lead anymore. Like, like right. Kind of yeah. And then, yeah, oh, the NLDS is so fun to remember. I was at Game Three. Game Three was insane. That was that's one of my best sports moments too. The loudest I've ever heard Wrigley was uh, last year. At do you remember the Sunday night game against the Pirates where Arietta pitched? Was that the game he hit a home run? Yep. Yeah, yeah. They won the loudest. Time. The loudest I've ever heard it was Castro walking to the plate with his walk-up music. The oh, second yeah. loudest I've ever heard it was at home run. Yeah, it is insane. And and the cheers for him as he walked out, as Arietta walked out of the dugout to start the game. Oh. It was it was oh it was so great to be there. Oh, I bet. Are you watching Golden State Cleveland right now? No, I thought about turning it on. Like Golden State was down uh like twenty five and Clay Thompson just scored like eleven points in a row and they're down nine going into the fourth. I fucking hate the NBA. The game doesn't <laughs> start till there's two minutes left. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty bad to watch, but I usually like I didn't watch any of the playoffs. I've only watched the final. Yeah, I fucking hate LeBron. He can shove a fist in his asshole. I have my uh, my hatred of LeBron has dimmed down now. It's, like, it's not as I don't think I don't think Heat LeBron could ever peak. Like that was peak hatred. Yeah, yeah, it, it really was. Like that was cardinal cardinal level hatred. Yeah. Eighty-seven. Here we go. Oh, did you hear that? Uh, um, Piscotti is better than Chris Bryant. What? Piscotti is better than Chris Bryant. Oh, I did see this. And did you see what the uh, the articulation of the argument was? Batting average. Bingo. Because of course, right? Exactly. <laughs> it's such a joke. I was dying. Oh. Uh, uh. I just saw your tweet. Uh, I think the U.S. men's national team is actually, like, doing something. I have not. I cannot get into soccer. Like, watching it, it's like the World Cup sometimes. cannot get into that. I watched a bit of the Euros, um, and I watched a lot of the World Cup two years ago. Um, I figured out that watching soccer isn't fun. But paying attention to like what's going on, mm-hmm. I actually like it. Yeah. Like a lot of that has to do with paying attention, like playing FIFA. Mm-hmm. Um. I just realized I'm using my phone as the remote, and <laughs> I had the phone set to the wrong TV. So my brother and sister are probably like, "Why does the TV keep changing?" I'm, Have you I'm heard anything? Facing. Have you heard anything on Christian Villanueva? No. Is he hurt? I don't know. Uh, he got he got hurt in spring training. He did? Yeah, he like broke his leg. Oof. No, I have not heard anything. I'm I'm on Cots and I saw him. I'm like, oh. I forgot he was there. Um, Aspot has now gotten three articles written about him in two days. I just saw I just saw him today. I just like it 
Like, I'm just not seeing stuff on him today. I can say that he tweeted at me much before there were articles written about him. Proud moments on my Um, Twitter account. Speaking of players that I kind of forgot about, uh, he's going to be up very soon. Very soon. Um, according to Kotsi, he's a free agent next year. Really? Well, I mean, unless they don't have his 2017-2018 salaries on here, but he's making 1.2 mil this year. He's in AAA. Yeah. There were... I think he's the next guy they bring up if they have to... If they don't call up Edwards or they don't... And they have to DFA Richard. He is a lefty. Yeah. I don't know how good he's been, but... Concepcion's been very good. Very, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And Edwards has been lights out. I really hope he figures it out. I don't think so. I think that's the other problem. I think he's striking a lot of guys, and I think he's getting a lot of outs out, but I think he's walking a shitload of people. Yeah. Which sucks. Does suck. Um, I always like Carl Edwards Jr. I guess no more. I always forget to put the junior on Albert Albert too. Well, so Mark Gonzalez. No, Casper was saying this today on Twitter that the reason uh, it like he makes a point to say junior is because Amora made a point to say junior because his father has cancer right now. I saw that. That's badass. That's awesome. Yeah, it runs it, it, such a class act. Number four in Fangraph's uh, announcer ring. Yep. I I enjoyed those. Yeah, they were cool. They were well done. Much better than their like, prospect rankings. Like, I'm always watching games on MLB TV, and I'm like, well, uh, I wonder how good these guys actually rank. I need to like – uh, I think I'm going to find a Rangers game and listen to their radio broadcast. If it's really as good as they say, I, I really gotta find it. They're, they're, I mean, they're good. So it wouldn't be having, it wouldn't be like a bad thing to listen to either. Like if it wasn't for Coomer, Hughes could be like top five. Oh God, I hate Ron Coomer. I purposely avoid the car in the fifth inning. <laughs> like I'll be late somewhere just to avoid the Coomer inning. It's that bad. Yeah, it really is. I had to listen to a lot of radio during a lot of the radio during school because a lot of the day games were during classes where I could listen. Yeah. Um and Coomer is just fucking brutal. All right. I found I I was I was listening to both TV and radio and I thought of something. And let me listen tell me what you think of this. Okay. JD is better because J.D. is better than Coomer because the way he uses his playing experience advances the broadcast not so much – advances the broadcast in knowledge, whereas what Coomer does is anecdotes. Does that make sense? Yeah, I can see that. I think Pat kind of sets Coomer up for a lot of stuff. That he does. Like, he, he's like, oh – you're you're you used to be a run producer. Like, what are you looking for? And then like, Coomer will just like shit the bed and just completely like win. Right, right. 
Whereas I think JD's like JD occasionally does the anecdote. But I also think that his playing experience like like the way he analyzes a pitcher compared to a hitter, you can mm-hmm. tell like right away. Oh yeah. And I think that's where his playing experience comes in handy compared to Coomer's where it's just Coomer is basically Hawk Harrelson, except not as bad. Because he doesn't lie about it, I would assume. <laughs> like like Hawk Harrelson is bad because not only is he a Homer awful broadcaster, etc., we all understand this, but he makes shit up. Yeah. Like uh, okay. I remember there was one thing where he was like, yeah, we were playing the Senators in 69, or I was on the Senators in 69. No, you weren't. <laughs> no, you weren't. Yeah, he's so bad. So I put on, a, a few days ago, when whoever for the Sox was pitching, was it J.B. Shuck? I put on the radio of the Sox broadcast. Why would It you really that? is that brutal. Ed Farmer is awful. Ed Farmer, not only is Ed Farmer awful, but when Jackson tries to talk, Farmer doesn't let him. No, it's bad. I feel bad for Stone because Stone's not actually that bad. He's not good, I don't think, but, like, like he's the odd one out. I I really like him and when Jason Finetti does. Like, they're really good together, I think. Yeah. I still haven't decided what I think of Benetti. I think he's definitely good, and he's obviously better than Harrelson. But I can't decide how good I think he is. Yeah, I, I like him. I like, like, he brings the analytical tilt. Like, I can remember the like the very first game they broadcasted together was against the Cubs. I was watching, and he quoted War, like, two batters in. I'm like, yeah. I remember that. This is terrific. Yeah. And that he's also got uh, cerebral palsy, which is cool. Yeah. John Lackey uh, is striking out the same amount per nine as Jake Arrieta. I mean, K-9 has its flaws, but that's ridiculous. Yeah. Pretty fun. I, re- I really don't think Arrieta has been, like, that good this year. Like, no. his command has been off for a few for the season... His he's not striking out very many guys, and that's uh, that's simply because of his sinker usage. Mm-hmm. He's allowing a lot of a lot of runs, quote unquote, and by a lot of runs, it's like he has one start more than more than four runs. Is that what it is, or two starts? It yeah, I think it's only one. But like, I think we're just spoiled. We were last year. We were like yeah, absolutely. Maybe this, like maybe this is Jake. Like, which I mean is not terrible. I mean he's still like probably like a top five pitcher in the game, but, like, he's not second half, Jake. I don't know if you saw my tweet earlier today talking about the NL All-Star starters compared to the AL. In the Um, AL, you have... Yeah, I did see it. Yeah. Okay, so in the AL, you have Sale, who's top five pitcher in baseball. Mm -hmm. Um, Then you have, like, Danny Salazar, Stephen Wright, Kluber, Mm -hmm. maybe, right? Now you go to the NL. You have Kershaw, you have Arietta, you have Thor, you have Fernandez. Jesus Christ, the difference is insane. Oh, yeah. Johnny Cueto. 
I'm so I really, really, really wanted the Cubs to go after him. I said it. Really? And I, I don't know. I think San Francisco is a perfect for him. I think I mean that ballpark, and I think like Rigetti just getting him a contract. I think that was perfect fit. Did you just see that Steph play? Oh yeah. This this Steph Curry's overrated stuff. Oh, old man in the back, oh. old white guy in the background. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, this is. Oh, I just that was not a foul. <laughs> that was not a foul. Ah, uh, the NBA. You know who's been really good? Aaron Nola. Yeah, he really has. I like the Phillies rotation. I do too. I I think Eikhoff has serious potential. Velasquez obviously not against the Cubs has been good. Yeah, and I think Nola Nola might be an ace. Yeah. Like I am two two ninety eight, two seventy six, two seventy five. Yeah. I am so so excited for uh Nick Williams though. Or Nick Williams. Where they get yeah, his uh was, from Texas. Was that in the Hamels? Yeah. 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 And they also have Alfaro down in the system, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yep. Didn't LeBron so, turn like three times there? Oh yeah. Um yeah, okay. so what is your what is your take on fan voting? Fan voting. Um, like are you like completely against it or like So long as they get it right, I'm okay with it. And so far fans have gotten it right. I think. Uh, minus Addy and Yachty. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Ramos should be in first place. Ramos and Corey Seager. Right, right. Yeah. I love following. Do you follow Aaron? Aaron. ATF. Oh, my God, that Steph shot. No, I, I do not. Okay. You, are you like, should fo- You're like four seconds out of me, so I'm just about oh. to see it. Okay, I will keep my mouth shut for four seconds. Let's go. I'm cheering for Steph. But, yeah. Chris <laughs> Bryant's up to 10th. Baseball, okay. By the way, two point um, nine. Benzo I, and Dexter three. I really like following Aaron not only because he's such a funny guy and he's very creative with his humor, 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 mm-hmm. humor. <laughs> but he's very, very like. I'm gonna go pessimistic fun. about the Dodgers, but in a fun way. He's a Dodgers fan. He's like, I, yeah, the rest. I've of like just, on his profile before, but like. I haven't hit the follow button. I'm going to hit it right now. A lot of his stuff is like, I fucking hate being a Dodgers fan because Pedro Baez is coming in. <laughs> and then it's like, Eric Ibar, bad. Howie Kendrick, bad. Everyone else, bad. Corey Seager, good. <laughs> Corey, yeah. Corey Seager's insane. Yeah, he really is. He really, really is. You know who's having a really not great year? Um, Carlos Correa. <laughs> yeah. Where is he I knew, at? I, I knew you were about to say that. I mean, I love Carlos Correa, but he is not having a great year. The Astros aren't having a good year. No. He like, is like, seventh and more. I had them for the AOS. That's so bad. 
That was my one pick that I've I've screwed up so far. I um, I I don't remember. Did I have the Nationals or did I have the Mets? The I can look back. I think I had the Nationals. Yeah. Um, in the West, I had the Giants. In the I AL had, East, I had the Dodgers. Okay. In the AL East, I had, um, I, I had the Blue, the Blue Jays. Yeah. Which I mean, they're not doing terrible. Nope. What the fuck? They had the Blue Jays. It was like a clipping. I'm. I mean, yeah, the Astros are my. Oh, I guess I did have the Giants. When okay, I'm looking back at it now. I had Cubs over Royals. Was my little two pick. Uh, I had Cubs over. I don't remember. I think I had Cubs over Astros. I can't look back. Yeah. I'm not very good at that whole prediction thing. No, I was I was really bad. Last year was really bad for me. I think I had the Indians and the uh oh, who was it? I think it was oh, it was the Nationals over the Mariners, I think. Oof. Well everyone thought yeah. the Mariners were gonna be hot shit. I thought so. But and then did, did did you hear Hernandez is out for Two weeks or two yeah, weeks plus now. Over. Which, by the way, good on John Heyman for going to a smaller blog. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I I saw Dave tweets today. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it, like good on him. Like small businesses in this capitalist society should get knowledge like that. Yeah. Okay. Fun fact: How far away is Addison Russell from Carlos Correa's war? Is it positive or negative? Positive. Carlos Correa has a 1.2 war. What is that? 1.8. 1.1. Really? They're almost the same player. I mean, Russell's been pretty awful offensively. Yeah, actually Correa's been bad defensively. Really? Yeah. Negative 2.7 defensive war. You know, one of my favorite things to go back and watch is what? the seventh inning of the ALDS last year. The Blue oh, Jays. Yeah, the, oh, the Royals? Yeah, the, the crazy. No, the the Blue Jays and the Rain, uh, Rangers. Oh, Bautista's home run? Bautista's homer and the fight and the stuff that, and Martin's throw off the bat. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that whole thing. Yeah, that's right. Kenny Albert's call is really good, too. Yeah. Like, the thing about... I think one of the key things to good sports moments is not, like, necessarily, like, the background of what happened, but a good call makes a moment special. Like, think think about the greatest sports moments. Kirk Gibson. Yep. Kirk Gibson's call... Kirk Gibson's homer is not the same if it wasn't, isn't for Vince Scully's call. No. High fly ball, deep right field, she is gone. And then he shuts up. <gasps> I just... So, you know how the Cardinals fans have been all up on Omanes Diaz? I don't know how this is for something. Yeah. Same war as Adam Russell. Wait, what? Omanes Diaz and Edison Russell. Are the same. same war, is that what you said? Yeah. 
<laughs> LOL. So, but is Aledmus Diaz actually elite? <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, it's pretty high, but whatever. doesn't walk at all either. But regardless, getting off topic. Uh, Very exciting. Xander Bogarts is super good too. the The whole ring, uh, the whole Red Sox young guys cl- club, like Betts, Bradley, uh, um, Swihart, Although he hasn't been very good recently. Um, and then who'd you just say? Um, Bogarts. Bogarts. That whole clan is so fun. I did dream one night. Like, I think it was right before 2014 season that the Cubs traded Xander Bogart for, or traded Star for Xander Bogart straight up. <laughs> that would have been awesome. I think, yeah, I mean, that was like pretty real, so, but yeah. Um, so I, don't, I was watching Stephen Wright a little last night, and the ESPN broadcast was talking about. Theo's 2011 draft. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? Oh, it's insane. Swihart, Bradley, Betts, Henry Owens, who's been really good. Um, one other guy that's like, oh my god, they got him in this ja- in this draft. Oh yeah, that yeah, it's it's incredible. And it's funny because guess who else was with Theo for that draft? Jason McLeod. Mm-hmm. I guess we haven't really talked about the uh, the draft at all. I don't know. I I don't really know anything. I don't know anyone that they drafted. I oh I did I do know something. I watched their third round pick. What was it? Tom. Tom Hatch. Tom Hatch. Yeah, I watched him. I liked him. He was oh, like you, that's my guy. He was like yeah exactly right. He was like low nineties, good curve. It kind of had like change up movement to it more than curveball movement. Like sharp yeah. drop at seventy eight, seventy nine. He also got his speed down to like sixty five and sixty six. For like, I don't even know what the pitch was. It was kind of like change up curveball-y. Um, yeah. I, I didn't. He's raw, very obviously. But I liked him. There's a. I well, I saw um, a Bleacher Nation article about uh, the draft, and did you see? That the Cubs like the highest projected WAR player like, in the draft that they got. No, like Fangraphs doesn't. I'm gonna try to find the article. Fangraphs doesn't you know, like project WAR. Yeah. For the the Cato or whatever. Yeah, and the Cubs had the number one guy on there. Really? He was their tenth round pick. Who who was it? What was his name? From uh, Michigan State. Yeah, the the closer guy that struck out like a ridiculously great rate. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I did actually see that. Which is that's pretty incredible in the tenth round. Very interesting that they went all out on the pitching this year. Yeah. Like that's totally I'm... opposite their strategy. Although it makes sense now because they have the hitting. Oh yeah, the hitting. I mean, the hitting's not a problem. Right. I mean, and they still have people down in the minors. Like, the depth of the minors is still insane. I feel like at some, like, just getting back into the trades, but at some point, like, 
there's gonna there's gonna have to be a deal. Yeah, I guess. Like can't, they can't just keep. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they could just keep like continually just keeping all these guys at AAA. Eventually, everybody's gonna be ready for the big leagues. Right. Right. Like, and like, what are you gonna like, what are you gonna do with Glabar? Like, where is he gonna play? Move him out to left? I don't know. He's not playing shortstop. He's well. He's not playing center probably either with Almora. Right. Uh, right. Even if Almora uh, is Kevin Kiermeyer, maybe a little worse offensively. I like AJ Walsh's comp of uh, Kevin Pilar. Yeah, I saw that too. Kevin, like I think of Pilar and Kiermeyer as like the same player pretty much. I think. I'd be Pilar, what? I'd be com- completely fine with that. Yeah, I like maybe not hitting well, like two forty, but like the defense. Ooh, Kevin Pilar and Kevin Kiermaier are like both so fun to watch. Oh yeah, definitely. But I like like I don't believe the catches that Kevin Pilar makes, which sucks yeah, because Dalton Pompey is really fun. Well, he hasn't been good, but he's still like a damn good prospect, and he's just being blocked. Yeah. Yeah. It... Yeah, I think Glaber's gonna go. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I he's mean, young. He's young enough to where I mean, I don't know. I've just turned nineteen. Yeah, I mean, there's no. You hate to say it. Not... I mean, injuries could happen any time, but like, there's no spot for him. Then again, I that for Hobby too, and Hobby just comes up and plays anywhere. Right, right. Do you yeah. think Hobby's going to move to second base full time after Zobris? Like, maybe not next year, but maybe 2018. Or do you Possibly. think Zobris is just going to keep just going to keep hitting? I'm stunned at what he's doing so far. I, I I really didn't think he was going to be much better than Castro. I mean, but he incredible. really has. Oh yeah. And it like his age isn't showing. Not at all. No, not at all. I mean, he's he's not he's not a bad hunter at second. He did get taken out for defensive purposes, but I I found right. that pretty interesting. Yep. That they moved Javi to second and then put Elmore in left. I thought that was pretty interesting. It sucks that Elmore didn't get very many chances in center. Yeah. I would really have loved to have seen him get, like, a really cool catch or something. Although, remember that catch that you made in AAA a few weeks ago? The one, like, I think it was in left center. He, like, yeah, the full, the full out dive. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm hoping we get to see that pretty soon. Not that I want a Cubs pitcher to allow a ball in the gap like that, but <laughs> shit happens. Oh, yeah. So, if the Cubs sweep, I saw Dan Walker on Twitter put, if the Cubs sweep the Pirates, they'll be 15 games up. Jesus Christ. I wonder I wonder what the biggest lead for a division is at the All-Star break. I have no idea. And I wouldn't know I wouldn't even know where to find that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I know baseball reference has like to date, but yeah, I don't yeah, know. I, I'm sure Dan Simborski or someone like that could find it pretty easily, but 
I, I was making fun of him. I was making fun of Dan last night because he was shitting on Alfredo Simon. Like Dan, oh, yeah. yeah, making fun of Alfredo Simon. It's like <laughs> making fun of. I don't. I don't remember what the comp I made was. Like we have to make fun of Alfredo Simon. He's like the setup for the complicated jokes we make later. Like bullshit. <laughs> That was fun. Chris Pratt yeah, is really close. Cool. That Reds team is Love really bad. bad. Oh, yeah, they're extremely bad. And the Brewers have been good. Like, like they're only three they're like, under, I think. I was, I was going to say, they're, like, decently close to the Pirates. Right, yeah. I forgot that the Cardinals took the division lead. Man, the Cubs have just been... They, like, even if the Cubs win 102 games, 103 games, I don't really care that the record doesn't, like, they don't get the 116 or whatever. Winning 116 no. games is fucking ridiculous, and it's pure luck. Oh, yeah. And small sample size, if you win 116, 16 right. games, you're, you're not going to win that series. Two teams done it, right. teams didn't win. Which well, is a complete anomaly. Like, doesn't mean- I also I also don't think that the MLB is like basketball. We look at them as the 2001 Mariners as like, oh my God, this team was insane. They won like they had like what like 20 losses at the All Star break. Yeah, something like that. Whereas with the NBA, it's like 73 and nine or bust. Yeah, exactly. I I don't think that's how baseball is. Um, yeah, I really, really hope Golden State wins. Like, this, this, I mean, this has nothing to do with what we talk about in here, but, uh, ESPN put out an article ranking the top five, or ranking, like, the top 30 NBA Finals games, and they had mm-hmm. game six of whatever the Ray Allen shot was. Was that 2011? Yeah, uh, 2013. 13. I remember yeah. watching that, being very disappointed that it happened, but compared to, like, the Jordan shots or, like, Paxton or Kerr or something like that, yeah. no, 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 no. Well, that was to clinch a finals. Like, Allen was just a force of game seven. Exactly. Yeah. No, it wasn't even, for, it was, it wasn't even a force game seven. It was to tie the game. It was a force overtime. Yeah. Right. That's also a really good call, like I was saying earlier. Mike Breen's that call. just got caught. No. Jeff Curry just got tossed. I turned away for a second. It just happened. He ah, just threw his, threw his mouth guard and got tossed. Did they just toss Kerr also? Uh, I don't think so. He's just laughing and smiling. He, oh, he he was fouled out. He was he didn't get. He wasn't ejected. Oh, wait, what? I mean, he wasn't. That was his. Oh, no, there's a foul okay. What? Hold on one second. I didn't know what happened this morning with your SAT thing. Oh, one second. Um, yeah, it, just, it's, it looked like he fouled out. Okay. All right. But, uh, yeah, you want to put a bow on this thing? Yeah, pretty much. I think we're getting close. We don't have – we covered a lot of stuff. Yeah, we did. This is good. It was – It was, it's back. good to do this again. It really is. It's so much fun. Yeah. Like, even, if, even just two dudes talking on the phone, having fun, that actually, like, gets recorded and posted on iTunes. Sure, that's cool, but it's just fun to talk to, fun to talk to people about stuff like this. 
Yeah, not exactly. behind, not behind the screen. As my <laughs> buddy Jordan likes to say, "You're anonymous on Twitter. You're just hiding behind the screen." No, shut the <laughs> fuck up. All right, yeah, let's let's wrap this one up. Um, next week we're we're gonna make this a weekly thing again. And I'm down. I'm down with that. Yeah, and we'll bring guests back, and we'll have some fun. All right, right. enjoy the end of the finals. I will see you on the Twitters. Next week we'll have Absent Tom Selleck, also known as Anonymous. (laughs) All right, see you later. All right, see you, everybody.